Hey guys, this is Fiorella Nira. Welcome to the Planner and Training Podcast. So hi, Kelsey. How you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. Welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to be with me here at the Planner and Training Podcast. I'm super excited to have you and super excited to learn about what you're doing at Wedded Weekend. Um, tell me a little bit more about the workshop and what you guys do there. So we do a workshop, a hands-on portion, and then also 12 styled shoots over the course of three days. So it's really intensive. The workshop portion, we have both photography classes for photographers and creatives. And then we also have business workshops such as finance and marketing and social media and that we're doing an efficiency class this year. So it's all about systems and just those fun things. So we do 90 minute workshops with the business classes. And it's about 60 minutes of listening and 30 minutes of hands-on getting into either your social media, your CRM that you use, whatever it is that goes along with the current topic and really diving in and kind of learning how to make it work for you while the instructors are there so that they can walk around and give that one-on-one personal attention. And then with the photography classes, for the photographers, we do really hands-on lighting and posing and posing flow and different things like that. And then for the wedding creatives, we do the flat lay classes and basic lighting and how to get your ISO right in your camera because you can't always find a photographer to take pictures for you on the fly. Right. Or sometimes you're using your iPhone and you still want it to be perfectly styled and beautiful. That's amazing. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize all these things, but it's actually, so what I'm getting is it's not, so it's not only for beginners, right? Yes, it's for all levels. Okay, but you can, you can kind of get whatever you need for your business and then end up with a portfolio after you leave. Yes, Does that's that sound exactly right? exactly what we do and we actually are working with the longevity school this year they do wedding planning certification classes so they're sending us interns for all of our workshops and the interns are current students who are going to be working directly under our wedding planners so they get hands-on help and they're going to help style these styled shoot portions and they get to attend the workshops So before they even really start their business, they're going to have pictures that they can use and they're going to have behind the scenes stuff and they can say, I was here and I assisted and I'm familiar with the process now instead of just jumping in with no experience. Yeah, I I think that's that's probably one of the best things. One of the best ways to learn is to shadow someone to be following someone around, even if, you know, you're just following them around for the day, not really doing anything just to mm-hmm. see how somebody else operates it's that's amazing so that's pretty cool that you have interns coming what yeah. kind so do you see more photographers or do you receive what kind of vendors do you receive at this workshop it's about 
60-40, photographers, 40% other wedding vendors. Since we do 12 styled shoots, what I do is I try and have one baker, one florist, one wedding planner take on two styled shoots. So we typically have six from each category. And then a lot of the time the stationary designers and sign makers and even sometimes the bridal gowns will just ship their products because they don't actually have to be there. Right. They have trade shows and trunk shows and all of that stuff going on, but they want their product showcased. So they usually mail it in. And then I have the hands-on bakers, florists, and planners that are there actively participating, doing stuff. So it's really fun. So because we have a planning or or designers um, audience, Mm-hmm. When when planners and designers are involved in this, what what are they expected to bring to the table? So for my designers and planners, what we do is at the beginning of every year before I send out when I'm going to do dates, I look at upcoming wedding trends. I look at the markets that I'm going to be in. I look at what their trends are, what is classic in those places and I create a basic mood board that's basically color palette so we have 12 different color palettes to go off of and when my planners and designers come in they choose which two of those color palettes they want to work with but then they get to make it their own and they get to go as traditional or as over the top as they want to be We just ask that everything is very classy. Our demographic isn't DIY brides. Right. And so we're really looking to help both the planners and the photographers elevate their business to the next level. So we want those just elegant, traditional, timeless, beautiful styled shoots that everybody can see. So I help them get there and... I create the team so the planners reach out and I've got bakers and stationery and all of those people that I assign to them. So they get to network with new people that are in their area that maybe they've never met or build a relationship over this weekend with somebody who they've met a few times but don't really know because it is an all-inclusive weekend where you're staying on site and you get your own room, but you're sharing a house with all of these creatives that you're actively working with and just building those solid bonds. That's amazing. That's, that's amazing. I wish I would have had that when I first started. I think it took me a long time to get my first style shoot together. And even Mm -hmm. the first one is hard because you don't have coaching. You don't know what you have to do. Yes. I think a lot of people also don't realize that the style shoot is a way to market your your business. So there's a prep, an actual you know get of the shoot day, and then you have mm-hmm. to make the right decision what to do with the photos after. Yes. Uh, so there's so much that needs to be guided and and coached that people don't understand. And I learned the hard way, and the hard way is not always the best way. Um, <laughs> but that's amazing. I wish I would have had that when I first started. Um, with your, when you said that the designers and the planners come in after you make the mood boards, mm-hmm. 
when do they come in into the process? Do they come in before the the stuff or the weekend or during? Yes, they come in. Well, I mean, they come during the weekend to actually execute. Yeah. But whenever they reach out to me, that's when we assign teams. So I already have teams assigned for my Alabama event that's in March. And I'm actively looking for teams in Utah that I can work with over there. So the planners would send me an email or an inquiry through the website and say, I'm interested in participating in this. It looks really fun. Um, I've been in business for three to five years, five to seven years, whatever their thing is. And I'm looking to build my portfolio. I've never done a styled shoot before and I want to learn how to do it. I'm currently booking DIY brides and I want to take them to the next level and I want to do more of the luxury brides. Whatever it is that they're looking for, I want to help them build and have that marketing collateral so that they can get there and elevate themselves, their business and their clients and be reaching their ideal client. So they would come in, we would chat a little bit about where they want to be and then we'll discuss what their current branding is and which color palettes go best with their branding and kind of dissect those things down. And then they'll pick two color palettes that will best align with their brand. And from there, they can create the full stylized shoot. They can create a Pinterest board, a mood board, any of those other things while keeping within this color palette. And then they get to correspond with their teams. Um, if they live in the same city, sometimes they'll meet up for coffee. A lot of the times they're like 45 minutes to an hour away from each other. So they just choose to correspond via email and they'll send pictures, create the join Pinterest board. So right. everybody can <laughs> dump their ideas in there. And then they come with a plan and the florist brings whatever flowers she agreed to bring. And the baker brings whatever cake the planner sees and I mean, she just comes with her checklist because at that point, everything has already been decided on. It's ready. We show up for the weekend and my planners do one shoot on Saturday and one shoot on Sunday. So wow. they each do two and they have a checklist and they just kind of go through it. It's like, all right, those flowers are going here and those are going on the table and we're creating the aisle over here and just kind of run the show from that point. So Kelsey, do you have... Um, going backwards a little, do you have a planning background? How did you get started with this workshop? So my background is in ev corporate events and event planning, not necessarily wedding planning. But 10 years ago, before I went to college, I got my cosmetology license. And I've done wedding hair and makeup for 10 years. Wow. So photographers are my favorite people. And I've right. done a ton of styled shoots. I love the images that I get back from them. And I was doing hair and makeup for a shootout for a bridal designer. And a lot of the photographers were talking because I had helped planners plan styled shoots or photographers wanted to do something. I've been in the industry in Houston for 10 years at that point. So I knew a lot of people. I'm an excellent networker. My thing is like bringing people together. And so 
they were talking about how they love the shootout, but what if we could do something like this where it was just a weekend full of styled shoots? And instead of just shooting models in different backgrounds, we could actually get enough content to publish throughout the year, to put on our website throughout the year, to use in social media for an entire year. What if we could knock that out during our slow season when nobody's booking weddings and then when we don't have any weddings, we still have content to use. And I was like, well, why couldn't we do that? <laughs> I mean, that's definitely something as a corporate event planner, I could pull those people together. I know how to execute styled shoots, but I know that I can't execute that many. But right. I know some phenomenal planners who can. So that's kind of where it started was just the photographers were the ones who had the need but didn't have the bandwidth to execute it. And right. I had that bandwidth and it started locally in Houston. Uh, we've been doing it in Texas for three years now. It started in Houston. Last year was in Austin. This year's in Round Top. Wow. Um, and this is my first year going out of Texas. So I'm really excited to be sharing it with the rest of the U S yeah, congratulations. <laughs> That's exciting. You. Yeah. So being that photographers were, you know, the first ones to really ask you, but it kind of trickled in and you ended up getting all these vendors that now mm -hmm. participate. What are some of the benefits that come from doing a styled shoot? From doing the styled shoot? Yes. I mean, the first thing is, I think networking, I think being able to actually meet people and put their hand, put your hands on their products is such a huge thing in the wedding industry. There are so many vendors that are out there. There are so many amazing florists and bakers and stationery designers. And as a planner, you're that first point of contact. Your brides are coming to you and they're asking, who should I do? Normally, the only thing that they have booked whenever they reach out to a planner is the venue. And you're going to be inundated with questions. And if you've never actually met this person, if you don't know their personality, if you've only seen their work in pictures, that's great. But sometimes the pictures are more of the photographer than the actual wedding vendor. And so right. doing these styled shoots, having the planners actually meet the people that they could potentially be working with gives them a real sense of who this other vendor is and will my brides like them. Even if it's personality wise versus these two people have a very similar style, but my bride is type A and this girl is a little bit too easygoing. They're not going to get along. Just having that know-how and spending the time with the other vendors really gives you that perspective and the ability to really just kind of dive in and do those referrals that are going to be beneficial to everybody. I think it's also good to, yeah, like you said, it's, it's a lot of referrals and just knowing how other people work yes. because, you know, sometimes styled shoots are not in a controlled environment like you have them. They're in a, <laughs> uh, let's just get together and see how this works. And so mm -hmm. there, there are some times where style shoots can become a little stressful if it's not well planned, well put together. And, you know, sometimes we've had people mm -hmm. cancel on us the day of a shoot and mm -hmm. 
you also get to oh, see yeah. how people respond to things like that because not everybody responds the same to stressful situations and the wedding industry yeah. is a really big uh, stressful situation. <laughs> oh but- yeah. I did a crazy one last year in Nevada up in the Red Rocks and it was absolutely beautiful. One of those perfect things that you would pin on Pinterest, but it was so windy and there was red sand blowing all over the place. Oh my gosh. The floral designs kept blowing over. The chairs were blowing over at one point because it was oh, wow. just so windy, but the pictures are so pretty. You would never <laughs> know that. And just those different types of personalities where some people freak out and other people are like, all right, let's find some double-sided tape and make it happen. Right. It's just, I mean, really watching how people kind of grow and come together. Yeah. And that's, and that gives you a good insight of who you want to work with um, Mm -hmm. and who, you know, do you want the one that freaks out and kind of gives up or do you want the one, do you want the person that's looking for tape? Um, exactly. <laughs> so that's, that's a, I've never thought about that. You know, mm-hmm. now that you've brought that up, I've always thought, you know, it's great for your portfolio, but it's also great to know who does what, when. Yes. That's a really good tip. That's a really good reason. And uh, I guess you don't really get that until you actually work with somebody face to face. What have your, you know, do you, do you recommend doing a style shoot to people that are just getting started? Yes and no. It's one of those things that your entire portfolio can't be made of styled shoots. It's misleading. Most styled shoots are a controlled environment, even if some right. of them aren't. If your entire website is made up of nothing but styled shoots, you're giving your brides unrealistic expectations and it's unfair to them and you because as somebody's starting out, you've got to just jump in and get your feet wet at a wedding, whether that's assisting, whether it's starting yeah. with more of the DIY low budget brides and just doing day of design or coordination and kind of building through there and adding one styled shoot for every three to four weddings that you do so that you show I have this luxury eye and this is where I want to be, but this is where I am right now. And just kind of building that up is more of a bucket list than as your actual, this is what I'm doing. And this is what every single wedding that I do looks like. That I love this quote. So I'm going to write it down. I have a luxury eye and this is where I want to be. And this is where I am right now. Yes. That's amazing. Thank you. Do you have a dog? Yes. <laughs> what kind yeah, of dog? I have two Australian shepherds. Oh, my, on my gosh. <laughs> nope, on my go. Instagram. Yeah, they said, we heard you say dog. Here we yeah. are. Uh, they're on my Instagram. The little one is my fuzzy intern and the bigger one is my head of security because she likes barking at everything. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> it's fam- the podcast is family friendly. So they're both. <laughs> yeah. I used to, I used to funny story. I used to podcast with my dog on my lap because oh. um, she wouldn't leave me alone. And so I mm-hmm. had to, in order for her to not walk around, go get her toys or bark out the window. I had to sit her on my lap. And then mm-hmm. every once in a while, she would try to lick the mic. <laughs> yes. That's so how my fuzzy intern it. is. <laughs> I've been trying to vlog 
in the first <laughs> vlog, she was so interested in the camera. She kept sticking her nose in it. Oh, my god! So I did, like, six takes, and I finally just started over. And I was like, I'm so sorry, but at some point, the fuzzy intern is going to stick her nose in the camera. Yeah. I can't replay this again. <laughs> you just got to keep going. They Just got to do it. They don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well... And my pictures on Instagram, as much as, like, people love my braids and all of the pictures from the styled shoots, I usually post them once a month, and they get, like, double the likes that my <laughs> beautiful weddings get. I'm like, what the heck, people? Come on. You know, someone so my... told me that. Someone told me mm -hmm. that dogs and kids get more likes yes. for profiles than actual work or even yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so my fuzzy intern is coming with me to Wedded Weekend, and she's going to be our puppy model because she oh. is much more well-behaved than her older sister. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to see those pictures. <laughs> yes. So she's going to come and hang out and be in pictures. Then we're also going to have some goats, alpacas, and horses for some of the other styled shoots. Can I so I'm come? sure she'll... <laughs> You can. Okay. I love I'm animals. Sure chase the goats. Yeah. Oh my god, I love animals. It's it's a little ridiculous that I'm I, a, I just turned into a little girl. I feel the same way. But people do love those photos and it's crazy. So I was looking at the end of last year, the knot publishes their trends for twenty eighteen. And one of the yeah. things that they said was alpacas at weddings. Yes. Yes. And I don't know if up there it's a big thing, but alpacas and llamas down here have been a big thing for about two years. So I feel like yeah, I've I'm seen over them for a while. It. Yeah, I feel like that trend is coming to an end, yeah. but I've never seen a goat in wedding pictures. Oh my and God. we have goat yoga and all of these oh really fun little goat-oriented places. Uh -huh. So... That's one of the things that we're doing in the morning is before breakfast, we're doing sunrise goat yoga, and then the goats are going to hang out for the styled shoots so that we can have goats and flower crowns. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Do something totally different. And That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah, just crazy, and it's going to be fun. I'm so excited. Yeah, so we've been seeing alpacas and llamas, not in our area, but definitely... Mm -hmm on blogs and happening more south of the country mm -hmm. and now with all the there was a there's two llamas that have been viral i'm sure you oh, know yes. what video i'm talking about <laughs> so yes. since that's happened or two alpacas since that's happened i think that that's gonna be um more of a trend Mm -hmm. that we're going to see more often that people are actually yes. going to budget into. Mm -hmm. But it's not a thing here yet. But we're also in Wisconsin, so that takes it takes a while for trends to get to us and for people to mm -hmm. be like, oh, maybe we should take the mason jars out of the tables and do something Ugh, else. So sick of the mason jars. I know. We're at the end. I don't think I have any mason jar <clears throat> brines this year, so it's a really good thing. Um, last year, we didn't see any... We did We saw some, but not maybe one. So it's it's See, definitely changing. Uh, in Texas, the mason jars will never go away, and oh. 
I mean, it just hurts my soul. But even as much as I'm an advocate for luxury weddings, my yes. little sister is getting married this year and she is using mason jars. I'm Aww. like, can we please not like this hurts me to do it. I'll, I'll get you glass vases or I'll get you some brushed oh, nickel, God. whatever it is that you want. I can find Just not it. mason jars. And she's like, but we're her husband works on a ranch or fiance works on a ranch and oh she was like but we met at a dearly's and we're country and I'm like but you can still have country chic you don't have to have mason jars please (laughs) I mean if it actually matches their personality it's a lot different than you know they're just following Pinterest boards yeah so at least it matches them and it it means something to her rather than just (laughs) filling the tables with mason jars at least oh yeah yeah Okay, we'll get back to our conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I got distracted with dogs and llamas. I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, no. They're coming to Wedded Weekend, so it made sense. Oh, right. That's right. Yeah. So as a planner and a designer, what – obviously, you know, you have your, your conference and your, your workshop, and it's certain mm-hmm. dates, but for people that can't make it or for people that aren't in the South, what, what can a planner – do and a designer do to make a style shoot that's going to have the most impact from before, during, and after? I think really just finding the right team to work with and building your network while not being clicky is a huge thing. There are, I mean, down in the South, there are a ton of different wedding networking opportunities And I know there are some across the United States. Um, One of my favorites, it's called Tuesdays Together. And it's put on by the Rising Tide Society. And it's for all business owners. But it is a huge chunk of wedding vendors. And so just going and meeting all of these different people and building up your network. So when you need something or when you're actually executing the styled shoot and somebody doesn't show up. You have those backup people that you can call that you know that you believe in and that you can trust instead of just being in a panic and being like, well, I guess we're not going to have it and throwing your hands up in the air because we've all had those times where we feel like breaking down and we feel like this beautiful thing we wanted to create isn't going to work, but you're the planner, you're the designer, this is your baby, so you've got to keep a strong face. Because if you lose it, everybody else is going to lose it. So I think just really having that good network and having that following is great. But I think you also have to branch out because if you work with the same six vendors every single styled shoot, you're going to get the reputation of being clicky or of having like just promoting your friends and being one of those people instead of being somebody that's outgoing and fun to work with that everybody looks forward to seeing that's amazing that's a really good point I feel like there's always new people coming into the market right which is it's good and it's not bad but it's also creates competition so someone once and so it was very similar to what you said but someone once told me that they were working with the same people all the time and then they realized they didn't realize how outdated their events were mm-hmm. and this came from a venue they they just all they did was focus on 
making another wedding and another wedding and another wedding. And mm-hmm. then suddenly they didn't realize that all their weddings were photos Looking from the, the 90s. Exact same. Yeah. You never grow if you don't work with new people who are going to push you out of your comfort zone. Right. And so all these photos that they had looked like they were from the 90s and 80s because <laughs> they never thought about educating themselves on the trends. They mm-hmm. never thought about doing styled shoots to maybe expand their their network and their the brines that they were attracting. Mm-hmm. Hi Fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's that's really important that yes, we have a group that we that we send our clients to, but there's also going to be that client that's going to be like, you know, I already hired my photographer. And then that's how we actually grow our network even more because mm-hmm. suddenly we have a new, a new vendor that we just worked with that they're great. So I think yeah. if you go out to those places like Tuesdays together, you're going to meet so many people that may not be already in your network, but can also be a great referral source for yourself Mm -hmm. and yourself to them. Well, and I think that, I mean, having those referral sources is also an amazing thing. A lot of my referrals come from a calligrapher that I work with, which to me is the most offbeat kind of weird thing. Yeah. But she referred eight people to me last year, which was amazing and when we first started working together I thought it was going to be the other way around and that I was going to be referring everyone to her and so you never know where those referrals and where those relationships are going to come from because I mean you can think that it's going to be more one-sided or even a mutually beneficial thing and it could surprise you yes I'm also a huge advocate for business besties and I think that unless you're actually out there meeting people, you're not going to find that person. Because as much as your actual best friend loves you and wants to support your business, if right. she's not in the wedding industry, she doesn't understand. She doesn't understand what you're going through. She doesn't understand the daily struggles. And it's great to have them be supportive. But you also need somebody who's going through the same things as you. And it's great to have that person that's in the same market as you or even in an adjacent market um, that you can kind of have a sounding board as or if you work from home, do weekly coffee and work dates so that you can grow together because we all have questions about stuff. Uh, I meet with mine pretty much every Tuesday and we just go and we have breakfast and we'll pick a different topic every week. So one week we'll just sit down and power through our Pinterest pages because if you're doing it at home by yourself, you're going to fall down that rabbit hole of not necessarily pinning your own stuff, but looking at other beautiful things. And then you're going to start thinking about a styled shoe that, oh, well, I could do this and I could make it better by doing X, Y, and Z. And then four hours later, you haven't done anything that you set out to do because (laughs) you've gone down into this vortex of creative amazingness and while that's great we still have our processes that we have to follow and sometimes doing those with somebody else it keeps you in line you're doing it together so if you have a question about something or if you need help with wording you can say hey does this sound right and they're sitting next to you so they can say 
yes or no, I would do it this way instead of that way. And so just really having that person or those people that you can depend on and work with as a business owner and not just on the creative side is really a game changer for your wedding business. Right. And just to add to that uh, business bestie comment, uh, they also don't know what kind of client you want to you want to get referred to. Mm -hmm. So as much as they love you and they're, you know, they're trying to get the word out there. If you have a business bestie, they're they're going to know who and what and what you're looking for. Um, and you can do the same thing for them. Yes. And you don't always get that from from someone who's not in the industry mm-hmm. and in your area. So after after you get photos from a styled shoot, what what can you do with them? What should we do with them? So I think before you even go into the styled shoot, you need to have what you want to do with it. So if your goal is publication, you need to go into it with an idea of this photographer shoots a certain way. So if they're dark and moody, you need to have a list of five blogs that accept dark and moody photos. Or if they're light and airy, you need to look for those light and airy. And you need to make sure that your color palette aligns with their blogs and go in that way so that you can say, we're going to submit it for these dates and just kind of go into it with that way. Don't go into it saying this is going to be published at this place because unless you've already talked to those people and that blog had a hand in helping you design it, that's not guaranteed. So don't lie to people. Don't say it's going to happen. Say this is where I want it to happen. But if they don't accept it, it also aligns with these other four brands and go about it that way. But you don't have to get everything published. Some styled shoots are just made for you and for your ideal client. So sometimes a styled shoot should be for all of the vendors involved who are trying to book a specific type of client. One of my favorite photographers is just going through a rebrand and she's looking for nerdy and quirky couples. So last year, she was focused on luxury brides with a twist. So all of her styled shoots, she would bring like Harry Potter wands or lightsabers or just these really fun little quirky details so that she could take pictures of the quirky details without making it an over-the-top cheesy wedding Right. so that she can put those on her website and market those to these nerdy, fun brides and grooms and just... These couples who love Harry Potter, who love video games, who love Star Wars, just all of this like geek chic stuff. And so I think going about style shoots that way, definitely having an idea of where you want it to go, but being realistic about your expectations. Not every style shoot is going to be picked up by a publication. Not every style shoot is going to align with your brand, but if you're going into it with this goal of all of my pictures look the exact same, I want to do something big and bold, or I've never shot with a photographer who does dark and moody. All of my pictures are light and airy and I want a variety going into it with that mentality of this is doing good for my business and theirs is also great. And I think with that, all you have to do is kind of look at, 
who it's going to be helping sell it to them in that way of we're not doing this for publication. We're doing this to promote the 4th of July. So we're doing an Americana styled shoot. We want it to be all red, white, and blue bridal outside of this beautiful barn that's in XYZ place or whatever it is. Try and do those fun seasonal shoots that are just fun personal projects that can get everybody out of their comfort zone, push people out of the box and just help learn because that's the only way you can grow is by doing something different. You know, we did a styled shoot last year. Um, that was, um, princess and the frog. And (laughs) no, we'll, we're never going to have an actual frog at a wedding and the bride is likely not going to kiss it. But I will tell you that a lot of my clients knew that we were doing that. They mm-hmm. were waiting till the last minute for that blog to go live. And they talked about it all the time. They shared it so much. So even though they were not going to be standing in a swamp across from my house to mm-hmm. put their tables at, they just thought it was the coolest thing, and they they knew that we had that creative mind, yes. and they mm-hmm. were all for it. And that's some of the things that just grab people's attention. Last year at Wedded Weekend, we did two really bright, colorful, styled shoots. We did one that was south of the border, and it was very fun and colorful, and we pulled in a lot of the colorful like Mexican and Honduran accents. And we did the fun, um, like the cake was hand painted and Ah, beautiful. And then the other one was uh, modern Morocco. And it was really bright reds with pops of teals and pinks and oranges. And the cake was a henna cake. And the bride had henna and it was just a really fun, bold over the top with these bright colors. And the other was kind of the same. And those were the two that the planners were really excited about executing because they were different, but everybody else was on the fence about it. And they were like, I mean, it's cool, but I don't know. Those <laughs> two have been pu- submitted and published more times than any of the styled shoots. The South of the Border shoot was published five times last year Wow! on five different wedding blogs. And so we're doing the same thing this year. In Texas, we're doing, um, it's called Red Dust, and it's inspired by my trip last year to Sedona and the beautiful red rocks and the cacti and It's got hot pinks and lime greens and shades of orange. And then the other one we're doing is flying down to Rio, which is Brazilian carnival inspired. So it's going to be another big, fun, kind of crazy Chiquita banana. Yes. And just over the top. And I'm so excited about it. And again, the people who came last year that are coming back are excited because now they know but those are the ones that give new people pause because they're like, but my brides don't do that. So why would I shoot it? Or right. I don't know. That's a little crazy. What's going to happen? 
well, what's going to happen is it's going to be amazing. And all of the pictures are going to be amazing. And right. everyone is going to love it. <laughs> because it's not something that you see every day. It's not exactly. blush and burgundy. It's not greenery and garland on every single table. Yeah. It's over the top and it's fun. And you're right. Your brides probably won't do this, but one might. And it's going to get everybody's attention. Exactly. It's going to get shared more. It's going to it's just going to mm -hmm. show off that you have more to offer than like you said blush and burgundy. Yes. It it shows off your creativity. So somebody that mm -hmm. may square you in or may box you in from your from your website based on, you know, the the quote unquote Pinterest weddings. Um, yes. will know that if they go with you, they're going to they have that capability to push your creative boundaries and mm -hmm. to get something that they may envision. I'm really excited about the carnival wedding or the carnival cell shoot. I'm really excited mm -hmm. to see that. <laughs> oh, I am too. It's going to be so fun. And then, I mean, in Alabama, we're kind of doing the same thing. We're doing one that's Wizard of Oz themed. And then the second one, we're going to do a really fun, kind of crazy, elegant Game of Thrones fire and ice theme. So we're going to have the dragon side and the wolf side. And we're just going to really pump it up and make it super elegant and like nothing you've ever seen before. While also keeping to that geek chic, just super fun. Everybody loves Game of Thrones. Everybody's searching Game of Thrones right now. Yes. Why wouldn't I do that? Exactly. I'm a little obsessed. We just went to see The Greatest Showman. Oh yes! <laughs> oh my God, I'm obsessed. We have we we went to see it on Friday, and mm -hmm. I have listened to that. Um, not record. They don't call them record records anymore. CDs. Yeah. I don't CDs. even know on Spotify. I've been listening mm -hmm. to the whole album like yes. five times per day <laughs> from morning to night. So near us is a circus town, actually. So mm -hmm. we're, I'm gonna. That's what the big project this year is going to be a circus theme wedding which is oh, it, be it so has fun. been done before it's nothing new mm -hmm. you know but I just think I love this music so much that I have to get my creativity out of me otherwise it's gonna yes. drive me nuts <laughs> well and you can do a circus themed wedding in a totally different way than anybody else you could even go more towards like the Cirque du Soleil themed wedding and you can right. have um the ribbon dancers and more of the dancer element of it than the actual circus element of it. Right. Right. Well, Kelsey, how do people find your workshop? A lot of it is referral based. I mean, I do run Facebook ads. My Instagram is pretty on point. So a lot of people find me through there. And I just started really focusing on my Pinterest so that I can kind of reach more people that way. But I mean, referrals are my favorite. So people who came last year, vendors that I've worked with in the past, um, like I said, I love networking. So anytime that I travel, I try and find a networking event wherever I am so that I can go and meet new people. Because even if I'm not the right person for you, I probably know who that person is. So I still think that we should meet. Because the more people you know, the more you can grow your business. And I'm just all about, like, I want to help everybody. 
my passion is really education and networking and bringing people together. And so I can't do that if I don't actually meet you. So that's kind of my goal is just meet as many people as I possibly can and get the word out. That's awesome. And what are the next dates for your workshops and where are they taking place? The next dates are Alabama. That one is going to be March 22nd to the 25th. It's in Tuscaloosa. And then I will be in Salt Lake City, Utah, July 26th through the 29th. And tickets are available through my website and Eventbrite for both of those dates. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kelsey, so much for taking the time to chat with me. I appreciate it. And thank you for all the wealth and knowledge that you have provided um, today. Thank you so much. This is great. Thank you so much. It was so great to talk to you. Yeah.